God. Praise God. Amen. I'd like to welcome everyone tonight. If you're a guest with us tonight, we're glad to have you in service. If you're watching us online somewhere tonight, we welcome you as a part of this service. It's good to have Brother Stu Mott's mother Sarah in service with us, and NJ and Levi as well. Praise God. Give honor to our bishop tonight, Mother Wright, who is helping with worship at Antioch West. Praise God. Amen. You, you can be seated. I, um, I don't really know what this is going to be. <laughs> I don't really know that I'm here to preach per se. A week ago, Saturday, we had our Maryland, D.C. District Minister's business meeting. Brother, Brother Mooney was our speaker. And uh, he announced where he was reading from. I don't know if it was the first time or after another time. He said Zechariah chapter 8. But then he meant Zechariah 7. And I had already turned my iPad on to Zechariah 8 and started reading just a little bit, and it really caught my attention. He went back to 7, and so I, 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 I don't, I, I'm probably going to comment some, but I really believe these verses are a word from the Lord to us. Believe that He quickened them to me, and before, before I start to read in Zechariah 8, there's there's two words, the word Jerusalem and the word Zion are going to, you're going to hear them throughout the verses that I'm going to read to you here this evening. And so to preface, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. And, and that is, th- those two words can be symbolic of the church. Galatians 4.26 says, Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. And, Hebrews 12:22 says, "But ye are come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels." Nelson's Illustrated Bible Dictionary says with regards to Zion, the most important use of the word Zion is in a religious or theological sense. Zion is used figuratively of Israel as the people of God. The spiritual meaning of Zion is continued in the New Testament where it is given the Christian meaning of God's spiritual kingdom, the church of God, the heavenly Jerusalem. So as as we read these verses in Zechariah 8, I want you to think of Jerusalem and Zion in the context of the church. And actually I want to think you to think of it tonight in the context of us. Not just the church, but us. Hallelujah. It's actually going to be really good stuff. Zechariah 8, verse number 1. Again, the word of the Lord of hosts came to me saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I was jealous for Zion with great jealousy, and I was jealous for her with great Fury. Let me tell you something. I don't think there's anybody that's more passionate about the church and what's going on in the church than God is. 
And if you think we're just a bunch of victim down here and nobody cares, we've got a jealous God. We've got a God that is jealous for us. We've got a God that sees everything that's going on in the world around us and He is a jealous God. He is jealous for Zion with great jealousy. Thus saith the Lord, I am returned unto Zion. It's a good thing when God returns to Zion. It's a good thing when God, I know that God fills all space. I realize God is omnipresent. But there's a difference between God being everywhere and us having God's presence manifested. There's a lot of times I'm in the same room with my wife. But just being in the same room is not the same thing as her being there beside me where our hands are together and we've got some connection. There's a difference. Just because God's present doesn't mean God's present. He said, I will return to Zion and I'm going to dwell in the midst of Jerusalem. I, I just got to tell I may end up preaching more than I thought I was going to preach. I'm starting to feel it just a little bit here. The solution to the problems in the church world is not a better light system. It's not better screens. By the way, I don't know who designed the new slide, but that's pretty sweet. You can see it better in the background. The, uh, what's that called? The watermark of the globe. You can't see it quite as good up here. So kudos to whoever designed the new slide. Very nice. But it's not just better slides. It's not just better equipment. It's not better programs. The only thing we really need is one thing. And that's for God to show up in Zion. If God will just dwell in the midst of Jerusalem, there's really not a problem that's going on in Christianity that wouldn't be solved if we could just have God dwell in Jerusalem. I, there, I, I know some of you are blessed to not know about it. You're fortunate, but... Some of us know about all the tricks and gimmicks and all the stuff that the church world and preachers and pastors are trying to do because we're losing people. We're losing people because if God's not in Zion, there's no point in us being in Zion. If God's not in Jerusalem, there's no point in us being there. But if we can just get God to come back to Zion where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's deliverance. Where the Spirit of of the Lord is there's healing there's salvation whatever you need is where the spirit of the Lord is I am returned unto Zion and will dwell in the midst of Jerusalem and Jerusalem shall be a called a, shall be called a city of truth God have mercy on the church when we abandon truth Jerusalem shall be called the city of truth and the mountain of the Lord of hosts, the holy mountain. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, there shall yet old men and old women dwell in the streets of Jerusalem and every man with his staff in his hand for every age. Part of what that saying is where I'm at, what I'm doing, there's going to be longevity there. 
It's not going to be short-lived people. It's not going to be people losing lives early. But this is going to be a thing where it's all generations that are encompassed in it. Because verse 5 says, The streets of the city shall be full of boys and girls playing in the streets thereof. I'm going to show up in Zion. And when I show up in Zion, it's going to be the young. It's going to be the old. It's going to be male. It's going to be female. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, if it be marvelous in the eyes of the remnant of this people. I, 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 I missed it. I thought the first time that word remnant was used was towards the end. If it be marvelous in the eyes of the remnant of these days. Guess what that word remnant means? According to Brown, Driver, and Briggs, Remnant means the rest. Not like rest is in sleep. The rest. The rest of us. It means a remainder. It means what is left. Oh. I don't have to worry about y'all shouting me down. Y'all just going to sit me down. Come on, somebody. I will cause the remnant what's left. That may not mean quite as much to you tonight. I wasn't here this morning. I preached in another church in the district. But there was 167 adults in this sanctuary this morning. That's what was left. See, Sunday night, y'all don't quite understand the impact of Antioch West. Sunday morning, somebody said it last week. I appreciate the prayer. I appreciate what Brother Simpson prayed and preached and did. I'm, I'm all about that, and it's just the continuation. But we are what's left. But he said, I, if it be marvelous in the eyes of the leftovers... Of the people in these days, should it also be marvelous in my eyes, saith the Lord of hosts. Listen to what James at Fawcett and Brown says to help give some understanding of that verse. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, if it be marvelous in the eyes of the remnant of this people in these days, should it also be marvelous in my eyes. However impossible these things just promise by me seem to you, they are not so with God. However impossible these things just promised by me seem to you, they are not so with God. The remnant that had returned from the captivity beholding the city desolate and the walls and houses in ruins could hardly believe what God promised. The expression remnant implies their preservation by the grace of God amidst all the trials of the Babylonian captivity and glances at their ingratitude in rating so low God's power. Though they had experienced it so marvelously displayed in their restoration. There may be a different group of people here, but it's the same God fact, it doesn't matter who comes and goes, wherever it is, whether it's here or someplace else, no matter who comes and goes, same God, same power. Verse number seven, 
Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Behold, I will save my people from the east country and from the west country. I will save my people from the east country and from the west country. I'm sure we can apply that to backsliders, and that probably means that. But let's go a step further. God calls those things that are not as though they already were. So I believe it's going to be the backslider from the east country and the west country. But I also believe there's some people that are God's people that even don't even know yet that they're God's people. But he said, I'm coming back. Back to Zion. I'm coming back to Jerusalem. And when I come back, I'm going to bring people from the east. And I'm going to bring people from the west. And Isaiah said to the north and to the south as well. Oh, Jesus. Paul said we walk by faith. And not by sight. God baptized us. 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 With the ability to stop walking by sight, but walk by faith. Was it Elijah or Elisha? Surrounded by the enemy. And the servant says, we're in trouble. They got us on every side. <laughs> Old prophet, I just imagine him sitting there drinking his tea. Whatever they drank. He just prayed a really simple prayer that I, I personally don't think there was much emotion or zeal or worry in it. He just said, Lord, would you just open his eyes? The servant walks back out. There's the Syrian army, I believe it was, surrounded. But this time, he saw a little bit farther. And oh, they that before us are more than those that are against us. Oh, God, from the platform all the way up to the video studio, from the left to the right, open our eyes to see that what is for us is greater than what is against us that what you're doing is exceeding abundantly above what we can ask or even think and I will bring them and they shall dwell they're not just going to visit and not just going to pass by for the service. Not just going to show up. But they are going to dwell. Live. Abide. In the church. But brother right there until this point. That's alright. God's showing up fresh and new. Oh boy that was overwhelming response. I will bring them and they shall dwell in the midst of Jerusalem and they shall be my people and I will be their God in truth and in righteousness. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, let your hands be strong. 
preaching to some folks with some weak hands tonight, weak from the battle, weak from the struggle. I don't mean weak in a critical way, weak from the weariness. But the word of the Lord through Zechariah was, let your hands be strong. Ye that hear in these days these words by the mouth of the prophets, which were in the day that the foundation of the house of the Lord of hosts was laid, that the temple might be built. For before these days there was no hire for man, nor any hire for beast. Before now, there wasn't any pay. There wasn't really anything to do. Oh, hallelujah. There was laborers, there was, there was capable laborers, but no job. There was willing people, but nothing to do. Neither was there any peace to him that went out or came in because of the affliction. For I set all men, every one against his neighbor. I caused a little bit of contention. I, I let there be a little bit of strife. But now, Oh, I'm preaching to some folks tonight that in your life personally, you need a but now. But now, yesterday, all hell was breaking loose. The last few weeks, all hell's been breaking loose. The last couple of years, all hell's been coming against. The last couple of days, I've been losing my mind. The last couple of days, my kids are going crazy. The last few months and years, my finances have been a mess. But now, y'all don't make me preach longer than I want to. But now, Forgetting those things which are behind. But now, it's a new season. It's a new day. Oh, Brother Wright, we've sang that before. But now, I believed it before. But now, but now, I will not be under the residue of this people as in the former days. I know what you've been used to. I know what's been going on. I know the things that have been happening. But I'm not going to be that anymore. But now, verse 12 doesn't say but now, so let's borrow verse. We're going to do a little bit of uh, borrowing like we did in school. We're going to borrow from verse 11 and add to verse 12. But now... The seed that implies there had been seed that wasn't prosperous. There had been seed that didn't produce, but now it's going to be prosperous. The vine shall give her fruit. And the ground shall give her increase. And the heavens shall give their due. And I will cause the leftovers of this people to possess all things. Everything I said I would do. Everything I promised. I'm going to cause the leftovers to possess. Because now I'm going to be with this people.
declare to some weary congregation elders tonight. But now, but now, I know you've sown some seed that didn't produce, but now, oh, hallelujah. And it shall come to pass. That as you were a curse among the heathen, O house of Judah and house of Israel, so will I save you and you shall be a blessing. Fear not, but let your hands, let your hands be strong. Just so I don't disappoint a few of you, let me read from the message Bible. Verse number nine, get a grip on things. Hold tight, you who are listening to what I say through the preaching of the prophets. The temple of the God of the angel armies has been reestablished. The temple is being rebuilt. We've come through a hard time. You worked for a pittance and we're lucky to get that. The streets were dangerous. You could never let down your guard. I had turned the world into an armed camp. Wait a minute. You mean this wasn't the president? This wasn't the politician? This wasn't... I don't know about you, but it's actually kind of assuring and reassuring to know God's actually the one behind all the trouble. That means it's not out of control. Because if he stirs it up, he knows how to shut it down. You could never let down your guard. I had turned the world into an armed camp. But things... Uh, but things have changed. But we got to get mic covers that stay on. But things... Uh, it's our... And things have... Uh, but we got empty seats. We got needs that aren't fulfilled. But things have changed. I'm taking the side of my core of surviving people. Sowing and harvesting will resume. Sowing and harvesting will resume. Vines will grow grapes. Gardens will flourish. Dew and rain will make everything green. My core survivors will get everything they need and more. My core survivors will get everything they need. But unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above what we ask or think. Or can I add this? What we need. You've gotten a reputation as a bad news people. 
building falls down. People get sick. Marriages fall apart. Saints bickering with saints. You've gotten a reputation as a bad news people. You people of Judah and Israel. But I'm coming to save you. Oh. I, I appreciate this man as my father and as the bishop. And there's times he steps in to help. Because he's got some wisdom and knowledge and experience that the rest of us don't have. But it's not him that's coming to save. He said, I thought we threw three people in the fire. But I've been counting and I see four. Who's the four? I don't know. Somebody just showed up. He said, I'm coming and I'm going to save you. You were the bad. I know this is the watered down whatever message Bible, but just bear with me. You were the bad news people, but from now on, do you get, but now, in the dignified King James, but now, messages from now on. Oh, I don't know who you are. I don't know where you are, but somebody needs a from now on. You need to leave tonight with a from now on. Because from now on is different from now back. I know what you've been used to from now back. But the Holy Ghost said, I'm bringing you to a from now on. And from now on, you're going to be the good news people. Don't be afraid. Keep a firm grip on what I'm doing. One more translation, the same verses, verse 9, the New Living Translation. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. Be strong and finish the task. Ever since the laying of the foundation of the temple of the Lord of Heaven's armies, you have heard what the prophets have been saying about completing the building. Ever since the beginning of Antioch, the Apostolic Church, when it was called First United Pentecostal Church, Inc., The prophets. Oh, maybe not Samuel and all these other, but there have been some prophets. That from the foundation of this temple, get it in the proper context. I know it's not the building. But ever since the laying of the foundation of the temple of the Lord of Heaven's armies in this place, you have heard what the prophets have been saying about the completing the building. Before the work on the temple began, there were no jobs, there was no money, there was nobody to hire, there was not even any animals. No traveler was safe from the enemy, for there were enemies on all sides. I, I, there's a lot of people don't read the Bible. They ain't got no clue that sometimes it's God. I had turned everyone against each other. But now, I'm going to have to preach that as one message, just the soul message one night. But now, 
but now. But now. But now. There wasn't nobody to work. There wasn't no money. There was problems. The traveler wasn't safe. But now. I will not treat the remnant of my people as I treated them before, says the Lord of heaven's armies. For I am planting seeds of peace and prosperity among you. That's right, Brother Barr. Who's planting? Let me tell you something. I've tried to plant some things some places that I just got the wrong ground. Because I didn't know where to plant. But God doesn't waste seed. He knows where to plant. And he says, I am planting seeds of prosperity and peace among you. Just just for some of you, let me help you out. If God's planting some seeds of prosperity and peace tonight, don't get upset by Saturday if there's still some problems in your world. Because when God plants something, it has to grow. But there's some seed of peace and prosperity that I am planting among you. You don't need no sprinkler. My grass looked great until about the end of May. All it takes is a couple of days of no rain and it's starting to die. But he's the one that controls the rains. He's the one that controls the sun. He knows how to make it rain when it needs to rain so the seed can grow. And he knows the sun to send and just, and, and, and he controls the temperature. My grass gets burned up in a day because I don't control the temperature. But he said, I'm going to sow. And when I sow, you just need to know I got everything under control. The grapevines are not just going to have some fruit. But they're going to be heavy with fruit. The earth will produce its crops. And the heavens will release the dew. Once more I will cause the remnant in Judah and Israel to inherit these blessings. I'm going to cause the leftovers in Judah and Israel to inherit these blessings. Among the other nations, Judah and Israel become sim- became symbols of a cursed nation. But no longer... There goes the poor Pentecostals. There goes those pathetic apostolics. Now, I will rescue you and make you both a symbol. I'm going to make you a symbol. You're going to represent it But then I'm going to make you a source of blessing. Not only are people going to look at you and you're going to represent it, but I'm going to use you to multiply it. So, don't be afraid. 
be afraid. Be strong. And get on with rebuilding the temple. Don't be afraid. Quit worrying. Quit fretting. Get on with rebuilding. God, we've tried it in the past. But now. We've sown in the past. But now. We've prayed in the past. But now. I, I, I don't I know I, I know we got a bunch of preachers in the house and most of us probably get our messages and our inspirations in different ways and and, and I, I can't help the fact that my inspiration came from a misquoted text. But all I know is when I started to read for a few just a few seconds huh, something in my spirit said that may be the wrong thing for you today, but that That means something for somebody else. So I've come to declare to the mother congregation tonight that God is in the house. And I don't mean just here on Sunday night. He's inside. And He's come to sow some seeds in us of peace and prosperity and to bring about what He said it is He would do. And there's a but now for us collectively. But I've also come to tell somebody, I believe in the Holy Ghost tonight, that in your life individually, there is a but now. Preaching to some of you that fall into the category that Zachariah said of the. How did he say it? Let me just just get it back here. The Lord of. Thus saith the Lord of hosts. There shall yet old men and old women dwell in the streets of Jerusalem. Let me tell you something. If you're an old man and you're an old woman and you're hanging out in the streets, you're healthy. If you're old and not healthy, you don't hang out in the streets. He said the old men and the old women are going to be hanging out in the streets. Kids are going to be playing, but the old folks are going to be hanging. And I'm preaching, relatively speaking, because I don't want anybody getting mad at me tonight. I'm preaching to some of you better folks. You better ones. You better ones that come to Mother Rights Ministry. Some of you better folks. I'm preaching to some of you that have got some years and years of accumulated past. But God says there is a but now. Some of you have been hanging on by just a thread, but you've been hanging on. But I've come to declare not only to this church tonight, but I've come to declare to some individuals tonight, in your life there is a but now. And God say, I know what's happened. I know what's been going on. But if you'll just trust me, but now I'm going to do a new thing. I'm going to turn around all that other stuff. It's going to be a new season. It's going to be a new day. 
Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. I think I'm done preaching. So if somebody wants to, why don't you go ahead and lay claim on it. Lay claim on it individually. Let's lay claim on it collectively. God, you're going to show back up in Zion. You're going to manifest yourself in Jerusalem. There's going to be a but now. Things that didn't work are going to work now. Things that weren't prosperous before are going to be prosperous now. Simply because you've said it in the name of Jesus 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 oh hallelujah come on somebody go ahead and get out of the aisle out of your row take a step of faith walk down to this altar and make it your declaration tonight i've got a but now in my life i know what's been going on i know what's happened in the past but god has showed up and god is doing something fresh and new God is so in peace. God is so in prosperity. And if God sows it, there's going to be a harvest. If God plants it, it's not going to die. It's not going to wither away. But if God planted it, it's going to come to pass. Come on. Come on. The Holy Ghost has been here all night long. He's still here. Come on. I believe this is a collective word, but I also believe it's an individual word. I believe it's something God's saying to us as a church, but I also believe it's something God's saying to some individuals that are in this place tonight. I'm going to bring some peace. I'm going to bring some prosperity. I know what you've been through. I know you've been labeled bad news, but I'm going to turn it around and I'm going to make it good news. In the name of Jesus, dwell, Lord, dwell, dwell in Jerusalem, dwell in Zion, Lord, make your home amongst us, make your home amongst us, God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God, let somebody leave tonight with open eyes. Let somebody leave this place, God, with open eyes tonight. To see that what's for us is far greater than what's against us. To see that what's working with us is far greater than what opposes us. Open our eyes, God. Empower us to walk by faith and not by sight, Lord, in Jesus' name.
Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, we will shout it out. God is fighting for us. God is fighting for us. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Make it your declaration tonight. Make it your declaration tonight. God is fighting for us. God is fighting for us. Yeah. 
thank you, Jesus. You're still praying. You're welcome to do so. If you need to go, you're welcome to go. Why don't you greet somebody before you go? Shake a few hands. Hug a few necks. Jesus' name.